you to hold your neighbor's hand if you're not afraid. Take your neighbor's hands if you're not, if you're not afraid for just 30 seconds. Just for 30 seconds. And I want you to begin, because you don't know what somebody had to go through just to get here today. So I want you to take 30 seconds and just intercede for that hand that you're holding. Pray, pray for pray for that strength. Pray, pray for their mind. Pray that God will continue to keep them. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. There's a sound of worship in the atmosphere. So Father, we say thank you. We come because we're holding nothing. We let go of our troubles, our worry, our pain, our doubt, our hurt, because we're holding nothing. So Father, we say thank you. Somebody came in here to get delivered today. So we say thank you. Somebody came in here feeling battered in the bruise. So we say thank you. So Father, we come now holding nothing. Now, as you let that hand go, I ask that you clap those hands like God is going to do something. Can you clap that hand up a little bit? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, you can do better than that. Come on, you can do better than that. You can do better than that. You can do better than that. Hallelujah. 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 given me the opportunity to come and stand behind this sacred desk. We had a guest preacher at my church and I supposed to have been there, Bishop Jones, and you've called me and I'm fulfilling the assignment that God has for me to do. Amen. Amen. So good neighbor is in good hands right now because I'm not there. Amen. But also to your pastor, my friend and my brother, your pastor. Amen. Can you give God praise for your pastor and your first lady? Listen, listen, listen. I have, I have one of my mentors in the building by the name of Bishop Ronald Jones. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. He's known me since I was little. And then, is it possible that Pastor Bird can come and sit up here? Amen. I have my friend Pastor Bird all the way from the Fellowship Baptist Church. Amen. In the great city of North, one of the youngest preachers, actually. Pastor. One of the youngest pastors in the city of North, my friend, my brother, my best friend, actually. That is my best friend. Amen. And I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. He always walk in when it's almost time for me to preach. Amen. He texted me this morning and I told him I feel much better if he would come. Amen. So since he's here, I'm going to do my best to, to preach what God has given me. Amen. Amen. Mark, I want to call your attention to the book of Mark, the fourth chapter. I want to call your attention to the book of Mark, the fourth chapter, beginning at verse 35. It's a very, it's a very familiar story in scripture. And I kind of did not robbery Bishop Jones just to write some stuff in my journal. I'm not a long-winded preacher, but by the grace of God, I'm going to preach with God given me. Amen. Amen. Verse 35, and it says, and the same day when the when the evening was come, he said unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. 
And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there was also with him other little ships. And then there also rose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. Verse 38 says, And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on the pillow. And they awake him and said unto him, Master, carest thou that we perish? And he arose, and he rebuked the wind, and he said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Verse 40 says, And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? Uh, verse 41 says, And they feared exceedingly, and said to one another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Father, I study, but I need your strength. Father, I prepared, but I need your power. So let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. For a few moments, I just want to talk to you from this story, how to handle the storm. How to handle the storm. Bishop, it calls to my attention that during this pandemic, it has caused a great storm. It has caused a great storm for us to lose loved ones that we loved. Mm -hmm. It caused a great storm for pastors to preach to empty pews. It even caused folks to be on unemployment. It caused a lot of different type of storms. This pandemic, Pastor Bird, I can stand and attest that even in the mix of this pandemic, most of us was going to lose our left mind, our right mind, and all of our mind, but God kept us in our mind. Yeah, yeah. Because we were in the middle of a storm. It was a story. It was a story about this little girl, Bishop. This little girl, she decided that she was going to go outside during a snowstorm. She asked her mother, can I just go outside just to make a snowman? And Pastor Bird, during that time of her going outside and making that snow, that snowman, there was still a raging of snow coming down. This little girl decided that she was going to stay outside until she got done doing whatever she wanted to do. But in the mix of that storm, that girl felt so cold because it was too cold outside, Bishop, that she decided that she just wanted to wear some hats, boots, and forgot her gloves. And sometimes God will allow us to be all booted and suited, but we don't want to put on the full garment of God. This, this, is one, this is one of my favorite texts of the Bible, young people, because it is one of the most favorite miracles of the Bible that is so inter interesting that it was recorded three different times. It was recorded in Matthew, it was recorded in Mark, and it was recorded in Luke. This, this text was recorded three times about a storm. And many of us right now is in this house because you've been through some type of storm. You've probably been through a financial storm when your bank account was almost empty. You might have been through a sickness storm when your body almost gave up on you. You, you might have ever been inside of a church storm, meaning that you wanted to leave the church and never come back. We all have been in some type 
a storm somewhere or another. Please notice, if you will, Jesus never wasted time on working miracles or used them as a way to show off his power. But what he did, each miracle that Jesus did, Pastor Bird, was to perform of divine particular purpose. It was performed for a divine particular purpose. In, in, this, in this miracle, Jesus just got done and just got finished teaching to the crowds of people who were coming to hear him. But since he was already in the boat and told his disciples, let us go on to the other side. Now I wonder, Bishop, with my spiritual imagination, why Jesus did take everybody with him. Jesus only took a few with him and he said, let us go on to the other side. Jesus just now got done doing ministry and that is like some of us. We get done doing ministry, we get done singing, we get done praising, but don't want to go to the other side. We, we do everything else, we go to parties, we go to the club, uh, but we don't want to go to the other side. Don't, don't sit here quiet on me, y'all. I need y'all amens and y'all hallelujahs. And I, and I guarantee you I'll be done in just a quick second. This, this, now, this now paints the picture of where I want to rest my text on how to handle the storm. Because many of us now feel as though since we never went through some storm because somebody in here sitting down, Pastor Bird, like they ain't never been through nothing. And so now Jesus came to remind me and to remind you that we all been through some type of storm. This, this lake is better known as the Sea of Galilee. But, but this boat ride to the other side turned into a disaster. Can, can you imagine being there with Jesus and his disciples? And all of a sudden, y'all on a cruise to Jamaica because Jesus just got done ministering and Jesus now want to have him some fun. And so now, all of a sudden, on your cruise ride with Jesus, you're on your way to the Bahamas, and now all of a sudden, a storm want to hit you out of nowhere. They, they got caught up in the storm to point the waves are coming over the boat and threatening to, skip, to, to, to sink them. But Pastor Bird, the one thing that I realize about storms is that sometimes storms will come to either make you or to break you. Storms sometimes either come to build you or to hinder you. Storms sometimes, my brothers and sisters, will make you love and also make you lack. But you have to realize what type of storm are you in. I got a question. Have you ever been in a, in a storm to the point that the waves and winds and thunder got a hold of you? to the point where you didn't know what to do or where to go. But the truth of the matter is that many of us still are in the middle of a storm, coming out of a storm, or just coming out of a storm. You're in a storm, in the middle of a storm, or you're coming out of a storm. Now there is some type of storms, you have a situational storm. Bear with me, I'm going to break it down. A situational storm is a type of storm, Pastor Bird, uh, that you're just minding your business and suddenly your world gets flipped upside down. Your world just gets flipped upside down because a storm hits you out of nowhere. I think it was by New Edition, they said, can you stand the rain? Because I need somebody to stand by me through the good times and the bad times. Yeah. And I think that's what the disciples were saying in this text, Bishop, that they needed Jesus to stand and be by them because they had a situational storm. Right. 
And then there comes emotional type of storm. We all have some type of emotional storm. This is a type of storm, my brothers and sisters, that can sometimes fool us because we look and we feel good on the outside, but on the inside, you're still dealing with being hurt. You're still dealing with being talked about. You're still dealing with being mistreated, scandalized, abused. Uh, you're still dealing with these type of storms. Uh, Vivian Green said, life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass it's about learning to dance in the rain right, right, right. let me say that again vivian green said life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass it's about learning to dance in the rain right. and some of you you learn that through your good times and your bad times of how to dance even when it's difficult you learn how to dance even when things didn't seem right you learn how to dance even when folks stabbed you in your back, smiled in your face, always want to take your place back, stab us. You, you learn how to dance even when dealing with church folks. You still learn how to dance because the Lord will prepare a table before you and the presence of your enemies. You still learn how to dance even when the people at your job got on your good everlasting nerves. You still learn how to dance even when folks don't like you because you're too anointed. You still learn how to dance even pastor God when folks didn't even want us to pastor. Right, right, right. Still learn how to dance. It was a song that says, when the storm of life are raging, stand by me. When the world is tossing me like a ship out of the sea. Thou know who rules wind and wind and water stand by me. When, when I'm growing old and feeble, stand by me. Uh, and that's somebody, and when my friends misunderstand, thou who never lost a battle, stand by me. Thou oh, never lost a battle, stand by me. Somebody, that's your testimony, my three points. And I'm going to take my seat because I think I want me a state past bird. Storms are inevitable. Storms are inevitable, meaning that this is a type of storm that are going to come, and there is nothing that we can do about it, but just deal with the pain, the hurt, and the loneliness. And I think the worst thing for us to do is to deal with being hurt, is to deal with being lonely, and to deal with being in pain. Let me say that again. I think the worst thing for us is to be in pain, to be hurt, and to be lonely. Yeah. Right. Especially if you got arthritis and it start raining outside, you already know that your arthritis is going to bother you because it's raining. Right. Uh, you've been hurt because of that bad relationship and that friendship, so you don't want to talk to nobody. You don't want to answer your phone. You don't want to FaceTime nobody because you've been hurt. And now you get to the point where you're just lonely. You're just lonely because you don't want to be around nobody and nobody wants to be around you. So we all have those type of storms that are inevitable. Then you have storms that are unpredictable. This is a storm that you can see, but you don't know the dangerous impact of the effects. Uh, this pandemic, this pandemic, we didn't see it coming. We didn't know that millions of people was going to die just because of this one little virus. We didn't know that we was going to have to get uh, 
uh, uh, the, the Pfizer in, in the Moderna and the Johnson and Johnson because of the bad impact and influence that it made on people's lives. We didn't understand why God was shut down the church for two years because we didn't understand what we was doing. And now, after dealing with the storms that are unpredictable, somebody in this room, you came here because you don't understand your predictable storm. You don't understand why God laid you off of that job. You don't understand why they're getting on your nerves. You don't understand why they don't like you. You don't understand why, why they're talking about you because the storm is unpredictable. And then storms are impartial. Meaning that storms, this type of storm, musicians, happens to the good, the bad, the happy, the sad, the healthy, the sick, the wealthy, and the poor. Right. This Come is on. storms that everybody had to deal with. Yeah. This is storms that we all participate in mm -hmm. because of the simple fact that we deal with storms. Whether we got it, whether we don't. Right. We deal with storms. Whether we like it, rather we don't. We deal with storms, rather we don't want to, or if we have to, we deal with these type of storms. But is it anybody, somebody, who can say, and clearly, I can see now the rain is gone. Dare mm -hmm. you to look at somebody and tell them, welcome to your coming out season. And welcome to your next chapter. Come on, I need you to say it with dignity and pride. Welcome to your coming out season and welcome to your next chapter. Welcome, welcome, because now you dealt with these storms way too long. And now you're coming out of a season and of a storm that God prepared you for. Now the, your story ain't over because God has prepared you for your next chapter. Now God has prepared you because not only did he allow you to go through the storm, but he also allowed you to come out with the victory. Not only did God prepare you for a storm, but then you have man-made storms. Man-made storms are storms that men and women create for themselves. Man-made storms are storms that we put ourselves in and that we don't want to come out of because we feel comfortable. These things are type of storms, Pastor Bird, that I learned through my years of ministering, that these type of storms is going to happen. Rather we are prepared for it, rather we are not. These are type of storms that we're going to deal with, whether we at work, whether we in the community, rather we on our jobs, rather wherever we are, these type of storms, my brothers and sisters, is going to happen. These type of storms. I'm just encouraging you. I'm not going to hoop today, but I just wanted to teach you something out of this text that these type of storms will create a greater future for you. Now, I wonder why Jesus did not take everybody. Now, you know, you have some type of uh, people who will wake you up out of your sleep and call your phone. So now check it out. The picture of the text and I'm done. Jesus is now sleeping in the boat. Jesus is in the hinder part. Now his disciples come and they wake him up and said, Teacher, don't you care that we are about to die? Don't, don't you don't you don't care, Lord, that we are in the middle of a storm and you want to sleep? Jesus, you just got done ministering and now you want to sleep. I, th I think it was probably Peter who who said back to him, uh, Bishop Jones, um, he never sleeps no slumber. Now the question now, now you see Jesus sleeping. 
I got a question for you. What happens when God is sleep on you? Mm. What happens when God goes to sleep and you think that your answers are unanswered? You think that your prayers didn't get to him? What happens when Jesus goes to sleep on you? What, what happens if you don't know if you're going to be able to stand the test of the storm because of the simple fact Jesus is asleep? But then he reminds us, be quiet. Now, uh, now in this text, Jesus now, he, he's asleep now. But watch the translation of the conversation. Jesus is asleep. His disciples wake him up. Pastor Bird, now as the disciples wake him up, Jesus gets up. He goes to the hidden part and he says to them, shut up. And now that's what Jesus is saying to most of us. If you just be quiet and let me fight your battles, you won't have to worry about what those Negroes are doing to you. Just be quiet. And I think, I think the hardest part for black folks to do is to shut up. The reason why is because we can run off at the mouth all day, every day, 24-7. But sometimes God just requires for us to shut up and to sit down and to be quiet. Then after Jesus tell him to be quiet and shut up and, and to be still, watch the text, the translation of the conversation. He then, and then the winds begins to cease and they begins to calm down. And I'm going home once I see this. After the storm has calmed, what you going to do? After, after Jesus told your storm to shut up and to be quiet and to be still and to die down and to stand still and to leave you alone, what you going to do? Well, my brothers and sisters, this is how you handle a storm. Jesus don't want you to take everybody to the other side. Jesus sometimes requires for us to be by ourselves. Sometimes, Bishop Jones, God just wants us to shut up. God just wants us to be still. And then sometimes God just don't want us to do anything but still have faith. I want everybody to stand. I'm done. I'm done. I want everybody to stand. <laughs>